All right, welcome in, Brimleys. This is, I don't even know how to how to start this. I'm, I'm solo. Jim's down in Florida for a family wedding, and uh, we're supposed to meet to record, and no Jim. Not sure what happened last night. So you're going to just have to put up with me. I'm going to try and carry episode 74 solo. So let's do this. Pat. How about some... Pat. What's up? Pat, I'm on vacation, but I'm here. April Fools! To the Brimleys! Oh, man. Do you think they bought it? I mean, it's an early attack. It's a a surprise attack, March 30th, coming in with the 4-1. You know what this is, though? Put it on their radar. We don't want anyone who listens to our podcast being played like a fool in two days. We don't want that to happen to them. These are good people, the Brimleys. And you are a good person for joining us from that. You're in Florida. I don't know if people can hear the sunburn in your voice. So bad. Did you retire? What are you doing down there? I'm in in Key Largo uh, for a small wedding slash super spreader event. Have you been bitten by a shark yet? I've not been bitten by a shark uh, as of yet. However, there's still time. Um, You've been chased by an alligator. Are you are you moving in zigzag? You should be moving in zigzag ever since getting hit by the car. I would imagine that you are have changed the way you move about. Pat, I'm barely moving at all. <laughs> You've been to Disney World. I never I'm understood not- anyone that went to Florida. And when you, remember when you were a kid and you're like, you're in Florida. Did you go to Disney World? <laughs> no. What? No. There's other parts of Florida, apparently. And I'm in one of them. I'm in uh, I'm in Key Largo. I've never been to a key before. You ever been to the Keys? No. No, you're in one of the Keys? Like, oh, you're way out there? On the... I, am. I think I'm in the first key. So I think Key Largo is the the northernmost of the Keys. But uh, the, the house key? I am. I'm in, the, I'm in the building key, the one that gets you in the front door. I haven't gotten to the apartment key yet. You know what you're I mean? The one that has the big, like, black molding around it that you can <laughs> identify easily. There's <laughs> there's definitely black mold around here for sure, but that's just because I'm staying in the worst hotel I've ever been in. And as a stand-up comedian, that's not an easy thing to do. Dude, I can tell by the ceiling of that hotel that you are. You look like you're in my basement. <laughs> you really do. Those water <laughs> stains. Is that a jellyfish resting in the drop ceiling? <laughs> have you stepped on a jellyfish yet? How much sand? How much sand do you have on you right now? Way too much, my man. Way too much sand everywhere. Uh, just like, I just like scratched my ear earlier and sand came out. You know what I mean? Like just oh, that, yeah. <laughs> and just random, like <laughs> just sand. What do you call them? Kernels of sand. I wouldn't even know what to. When you land in Florida, do you automatically like not believe in the virus anymore? <laughs> it's, it's what, I, yeah, it's actually before you even land. It's just when you cross into the state, you just take your mask off and start, start coughing on people. <laughs> I love you call the little wedding. They're like, cough on people. I love you call the wedding the spreader event. I'm kidding. It's a very small wedding. It was outside. It was distanced. It was tastefully done. It was, yeah. And, and obviously I'm, I'm vaxxed. Um, but, you know, you're still concerned, you know? Yeah. I don't want to. I mean, it was, a, it was a tough decision, but it was the right decision to be down here for it. And, uh, yeah, it's been good to see some family and. It was outside, so it doesn't even sound like a real wedding. It, these don't even count. Like, they're, did one of their friends do it? Like, they got the thing online, and <laughs> they did it on the beach? <laughs> I don't know if he really got it online. I think he just, like, they just handed him a book, and then he was just like, you? Yeah, you? Yeah, all right. Let's throw Talk some up. beach, get drunk. 
Talk about April fools. These people think that they're married. (laughs) Just you were down in the keys in March. It's spring break. Nothing happened. You can't get married during Lent. I mean, it doesn't count. Absolutely. Now, uh, very thrilled for my cousin and his bride. They're, they're two of my favorite people. And, uh, so no, that's awesome. Be here for it, for their, for their beach wedding that Pat doesn't recognize. Where's the honeymoon at? If you get married on a beach, where do you honeymoon? That's like, the thing. This is my first destination wedding I've ever been to. So I think this is also the honeymoon. Oh yeah. Well, during a pandemic, it's probably nice to, uh, book them both in the same place. Just to have somewhere to go for a little bit. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, it was, uh, you know, it feels weird being somewhere, you know, felt weird getting on an airplane, but, uh, at some point we got to, I guess. Did you get a, did you get a formal mask for the wedding or did you have to wear a, um, or you were outside? So you probably didn't have to wear one, did you? Yeah, I had an N95 though. I went, uh, you know, I went all in. I went with a, uh, I didn't get a formal mask, but I went with a, uh, an N95 just to make with sure. A, with a cummerbund? Really was. That's fun. Having my glasses fog. That's, that feels extra vacationy. Just, just fogging up everywhere in Florida. Ugh. What's the dance floor like at a wedding during COVID? Is it? Oh, do- that's a great question. I, I mean, I, you know, I'm not a, I'm, I'm not a rug cutter to begin with. I'm not the guy who's out there <laughs> on the floor. Uh, from get-go but again it was outdoors so it was just kind of the beach was the dance floor <laughs> a lot of people are just like dude i'm not dancing you have such a nice way but you know i'm actually not a a rug cutter <laughs> i don't get out there and you know move the floor shake the earth bust the moves but you had to have a good time though right this is a uh, family wedding that's always a great great night i always get into like I always become the person who has to like go do things, you know, I, that's just who I am. I like, like uh, Friday, they were running low on booze. So myself and uh, one of my cousin's friends had to go make a, a special booze run to, you know, load everyone back up. Um, that's what I get into, you know? And then yesterday as the wedding is starting, like the whole bridal party is out there except for the bride and the groom's sister, my cousin is like, Oh shit we forgot the iPad for the Zoom. We need someone to go back into the house. Jimmy, can you go run into the house and get the iPad? Now, the house they're staying at is like right on the beach. It's part of the same property. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And I'm like, all right, it's the sister of the groom, my cousin, people, obviously there's not many people here. So they're broadcasting it for people at home, but they forgot to. So uh, I run up to the house to get the iPad and the wedding planner is just like, what are you doing? You, You have to turn around. And I was like, they said they need the Zoom, the iPad, you know, to start the Zoom for the family. And she's like, the bride's about to walk down the aisle. So I like, I'm like, okay, I'm not arguing with her, you know? And so I just like run back to the, but I was like, what's this lunatic running the house for? Like, I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom or something. You know what I mean? Like, no one knows why I'm doing this. The bride thought you were going to get drugs. Were you (laughs) sweating, running back and forth? Just what I got to ask though is how about the wedding planner? She didn't have the... She didn't have the iPad. She wasn't, didn't check all the boxes. Like we got to have this streaming. That is correct. I don't know, man. I don't, I just listened to the, uh, but yeah, I, I should not have done it <laughs> to everyone else. It just looked like I just ran up to the wedding planner and was like, what time's the wedding start? And she's like, right now. And I was like, okay. And I like ran back. Like they don't know what I was doing. It would have been so great though. If the bride did come out and they were waiting for you to come back. <laughs> 
<laughs> like her and I walk down together with the iPad. Right. Here comes the iPad. So it was not, you were not able to stream it. People couldn't watch at home. Or, or was there disappointment? You're probably going up against the Loyola game. No one would, no one would have been watching the. Uh... It was just after the Loyola game. We started at five Eastern. So the Loyola game had just ended. Oh, you made... probably, yeah, save people's day. Really? Yeah. Really nice little rebound after a tough loss, unfortunately. But uh, it was fun. It was, it, but it was a very fun, I mean, it was a great wedding. Uh, solid music. Yeah. You know? Uh, I mean, everything about it was great. So, oh, the the iPad. So they didn't get to see the beginning of the ceremony. Uh, but after that part, someone went back and grabbed the iPad. I'm like, I'm not going back up there. I've done enough. You know, I've ruined a wedding, so I'm not going to do anything else. Um, but then, like, they were streaming the reception. They just had, like, the iPad sitting at the bar. So people are just watching us get drinks every eight minutes. It's just like, it's just like... It was like a people judging us, you know, every time you walk up there to, to get a refill, like there's grandma on screen, just like staring at you. It's weird. Were people notified? Like this is being streamed worldwide, be on your best behavior. I think that they put it in the worst possible place for that. Though. You know what I mean? Like being that it's just sitting at the bar, like no one was really notified what was happening. There's just a, just grandma. Were you playing to the camera when you go up there? I'd do a bit here and there, you know? <laughs> What's up, Chicago? Would do a little. Down here at the Keys. I would do the thing where I was pretending to walk down the stairs, you know what I mean, on the camera? Kayaking yeah. across, you know? I'd do some, I'd do a, a, a little bit or two. I love that you guys had some uh, good tunes going there. Solid. They played a uh, little Sinatra off the bat. That was fun. What were they playing? Uh, ain't that a kick in the head? Oh, I just—I love—I love the lyrics on Sinatra songs. Oh, had a kick in the head. I, it's great. I don't know. I haven't been kicked in the head that much. <laughs> I guess. I'm trying to think of the last time I was kicked in the head. He's got that "Call Me Irresponsible." You ever heard that one? No. He's just call me irresponsible. Basically, like admitting, "Hey, I'm a loser. All right, I can't oh, get it together." But I'm irresponsibly in love with you. That's what that's what I'm guilty of. Really? Is that the that's the whole premise of the song? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> he did things his way. Which he did not write that song. Really? My way. Who did? That's a good trivia question. I believe Paula Anka wrote that song. I was looking up that song because I was thinking it's like a real popular funeral song. And, and it's all about like how you did it his way. But everyone plays that song at the funeral. It's like, <laughs> you're not really doing it your way. I was at one last week that ended <laughs> this way. We're all doing it Frank's way. No, I remember um, seeing something about that song. Because it starts out, I think it kind of was part of his comeback, Sinatra. Because it starts out like the end is near. Which is hilarious because this guy writes a song for you. And that's, that's the opening. Like, hey, Frank, I got a great song for you. Starts off about how you're about to die. <laughs> that's the hook. Kind of gets people in. And it's about how you do things your own way. I wrote it for you. <laughs> but it's about how unique you are. How everything you do is just on your own. But here's the lyrics that I wrote for you. I ate it up and spit it out. <laughs> He's notoriously like um, kind of had a temper, Frank. Yeah. 
And that song, though, um, I guess it kind of sounds like he's the jerk in the song, maybe. I don't know. When you when you talk about someone and they always have to have it their way. It's kind like, of a... Oh, God, we got to do it. <laughs> like, I did I did everything my way. Yeah, that's why you're an asshole. You, were, <laughs> you would not compromise. You didn't work with anyone. <laughs> not really a team player. Not at all. Why don't we carry the casket out to the song about how he was a complete jagoff? <laughs> Had to have everything his way. Dude, I looked up this song, though, My Way, because it's a very popular karaoke song. Yeah. There is a um, bad bad news associated with this. Do you ever hear of the My Way killings? What? No. The Philippines. In between, like, 2002 to 2010, I think. Dude, I never heard about this. There were um, people at karaoke bars getting murdered for singing My Way. Holy because they thought that, you know, it was like um, people were being like self-triumphant or acting like they were, you know. I saw one quote that um, someone said it was a natural byproduct of the culture being um, drunk and into machismo. It's like, oh, you think maybe that had something to do with it? <laughs> maybe just a tad. And what kind of person is like, man, these people are so self-indulgent. I'm going to murder them. Right. Like, that's the most self-indulgent people. Like, it's the most self-indulgent thing you can do. And then knowing people are getting murdered, singing the song, and then going on and ahead with it and singing anyway, that is really doing it your way. That's fucking crazy. So... Was it one person who killed all these people? No, it was se- several. And That's even more messed up. One of the guys that killed someone was a security guard. He was in charge of keeping everyone safe at the karaoke bar. And he, <laughs> and he murdered someone for singing my way. Anyway. This is crazy. Insane, uh, right? The lyrics evoke a feeling of pride and arrogance in the singer, as if you're somebody when you're really nobody. It covers up your failures. That's why it leads to fights and death. (laughs) (laughs) People are really triggered by this song. In August 2007, this is like, it's taken on other lives. Like, it's not just that song anymore. This It's led to other, in August 2007, a karaoke singer in Seattle, Washington, was attacked by a woman who wanted him to stop singing Coldplay's Yellow. That one I get. That one, (laughs) like, fine. That one, no one has an issue with. In March 2008, a man was arrested in Thailand for shooting eight people to death in a dispute stemming from a repeated karaoke rendition of John Denver's Take Me Home Country Roads. This is incredible. Karaoke violence. And they said that there's a code that you cannot be um, in, in a lot of these places laughing at the performer or if you do the same song like over and over. You know, that you're opening yourself up to being executed or hogging the microphone. So it's a um, it's a dangerous thing when you go out and about. If you're going to be traveling, Brimley's, think twice about walking into a karaoke bar. Oh, man. Agreed. Have you been in a big, big in the karaoke? No, no, I'm not a good singer. I'm not. I, I think one of my favorite stories ever, though, was you don't uh, cut a rug or. Or a belt into song? I don't. What's I'm going not on? Here to give I wonder if you're, 
no wonder you're sent on all these errands. <laughs> Do something. You guys not dancing or singing. Go get us. Go fetch something. That rug is in one piece. Get out of here. You're not even going to go up there and do like a uh, redneck woman? <laughs> no. Is that a, <laughs> one of your karaoke jams? No, I was looking at the most popular karaoke songs. I'll give you the, uh, a few choices. Here are some popular karaoke, karaoke songs. Billie Jean, I'm seeing as number one on a couple lists. I could see that. I was surprised by this one. Say It Ain't So by Weezer. Torn, oh, wow. Torn, Sex on Fire. Remember this song, Black Velvet? By Alana Miles. No. Do you remember that song? No. 1989. It was a hit. I forgot about that song. Um, it's like Black Velvet and that little boy smile. Oh, okay. That yeah. One. Creep. Living a on a rip. prayer. If you had to do one of these, come on. If I'm, I had to do one of these songs, then you got people I know that have influenced this list. This is like where my friends come in at the end and Baby Got Back. I feel like. Yeah. Our crew would be doing that in the uh, late 90s. One of my favorite moments ever, uh, I was doing a show with like a bunch of our friends back in the day, like just this little bar in uh, in Lyle, I want to say it was. And uh, after the show, there was karaoke. So we're all sitting, there's a group of comics just sitting there eating and karaoke's happening now right after the show. And then uh, you hear the guy go, all right, up next is Michael. And Michael Palasek, a friend of ours, is a very funny comic and a very low-key guy. He goes, oh, excuse me, guys. Like, I got to go sing. Gets up. Wanna... They, they called his name. He had, we, none of us knew he, he had put his name in for karaoke after the show. And did uh, Amish Paradise. No, he did, he did the Coolio. He did Gangster's Paradise by Coolio. <laughs> and, like, like awesomely but out of nowhere like no one saw it coming and he's just the most unassuming mild-mannered person in the whole world he's like oh excuse me everybody gets up does gangster's paradise he's like acting it out like why are we so blind to see like he's got a thing and then just comes sits down and just rejoins us for dinner like nothing happened we're like what where'd that guy come from it was great that is awesome it was such a cool move i loved it um was that dangerous minds it is from the movie Dangerous Minds. Absolutely. I remember that video, Michelle Pfeiffer being in the video with Coolio. Absolutely. Oh, man. That was like, I was in college. Is that the I, money and the power? Minute after minute, hour <laughs> after hour. I mean, Coolio knew what he was doing. That song was massive. That was way bigger than Black Velvet. You think Black Velvet was a hit? Gangster's Paradise was the song for a while. I remember I watched that movie. My brother somehow uh, got a hold of Screeners. Yeah. So I that I watched. I had friends over to watch that movie like before it came out with like a little thing scrolling across the bottom that like you shouldn't be watching this. This is illegal. If you purchased <laughs> this number, which made me feel cooler. You know what I mean? Like, like hell yeah! yeah. You get this illegal stuff, man. Don't worry about it. I remember Coolio's uh, Something New. I love Something New. Remember that song? Great song. Any song where they count, I'm kind of into that. <laughs> I love this. I can remember these lyrics. One, <laughs> two, three, four. <laughs> gotta gotta I, get up. <laughs> I mean, that makes no sense at all, but I, it added up to me. I mean, of course you gotta get up to get down. What happens? <laughs> What's he talking about? Stairs, up. elevators. 
That applies. You can't get down them before you get up. What are you talking about, ladder? Oh, I don't even know, but here's the, here's the chorus again. I better start moving. Jim's going to be mean, back soon with the iPad. <laughs> to record all this. Post it. Oh, Where are the keys? <laughs> he also does the, uh, I believe he spells his name out in that song too. Is that right? He does? C-O-O-L-I-O with the flow. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that's what, how you spell Coolio. Yeah, C double L I O with the flow. Do you know Coolio's real name? That's a great question. Let me find it. God, I hope that's it. I really hope it's like Coolio Jones. <laughs> it is artist Leon Ivy Jr. You think yeah. his dad also Coolio? You think he's Coolio Jr.? What's he up to now? Is he doing like he should be in a Geico commercial any minute? <laughs> I know he did some uh, he did some reality TV shows. He did like a wife swap. I was on wife swap one time. Really? Yeah. I think if I remember correctly, he still has the two braids, but that is all the hair he has. And I'm not dogging anybody. I am. I mean, I am in the same boat. I'm losing it. But he yeah, he has two braids and nothing else in the middle. <laughs> they kind of look like antlers now. You see this guy? Oh, wow. Yeah, look at that. They do. They he look like a, antennas. He has a. They tattoo. do look like antlers. He has a tattoo where the hair used to be. Two braids. One, that's two. That's it. That's <laughs> it. Can't no even. More. <laughs> the rest of my hair is on the floor. One, two. I'm done counting. <laughs> uh, that's he, a song uh, I could play for the kids. I pick into that. There you go. How many? This is a great trivia question. Uh, how many kids do you think Coolio has? I'll give you a hint. It's way more than the number he counted in that song. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Gotta have nine to have ten. <laughs> Gotta have nine to have ten. Uh, I'm gonna say he's got, if you ask me, it's, it's gotta be significant. I'll throw a nine out. You would be one shy, my friend. Eight? Ten? Ten. Cool has 10 Whew. that's a good spread according to wealthypersons.com there's a lot of websites devoted to uh uh getting me celebrity information <laughs> i got 10 kids and two hits so <laughs> we are gonna have to be smart all right now i'm cutting back myself i used to have a bunch of braids now <laughs> i have two <laughs> We're all making sacrifices, <laughs> family. You got to give up some stuff. <laughs> to get down. <laughs> you got to give up to get down. Oh, man. So, yeah, karaoke, man. Very dangerous. Dangerous sport. Time to stay away. What, uh, what have you been doing all week while well, I've been uh, out here avoiding the sunlight? I'm not a good, I'm not the right guy for Florida, man. I like, you send me to a place that has my biggest enemy, the sun, all the time. <laughs> I was thinking that you are surrounded by palm trees on Palm Sunday. That's like, pretty you, have, cool. you, have you taken a picture of a palm tree yet? Have you like, put that on Instagram? <laughs> like, <laughs> I could get used to this. Just one of those, uh, Try and get people all thirsty about your vacay. <laughs> Don't you love? 
Don't you love when people post? What's what's what are the captions that you always see when someone's like poolside with a drink or when they just post? <laughs> I want to see a post of you just your feet, <laughs> just my feet in the water, the death green. <laughs> Be like island vibes. I'm tired of being all over the place. Could stay <laughs> here forever. I couldn't. I couldn't. I, I I don't know why people love moving to Florida. I'm just, I'm not a heat guy. Yeah, me neither. So when you flew down there, you flew to Miami and then drove over the ocean on one of those long bridges? I flew into Lauderdale and then drove over the long bridge. And it's like a high bridge also. Like, you just, it, it just looks like you're going up into, you know, into the nothingness. It looks like, <laughs> like a road to heaven. Where are you taking me? Are you taking me to the nothingness? <laughs> are the keys on the second floor? What are we doing up there? Where are we going? Were it's you up. in an Uber or did you have someone pick you up? I drove. I, I rented a car. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, nice. I re- did you get a convertible? I did not get a convertible. I got a, a little GMC Terrain. Oh, yeah? Do we need a plate? Did it have to be American? Do you demand that at the counter? I did not. No special requests. God damn, you have anything American back there? <laughs> Who'd you rent from? Avis. Oh, look at you, bud. Well, you know, I've got Avis money. <laughs> you do? <laughs> I've got dollars a day. Are you in the Red Jacket Club? <laughs> I am not. The Try Harder? What's the Avis Awards Club? Oh, yeah. I don't even know. Uh, I think it's uh, Avis Wizard. Do you ever see those people blow by you sometimes? Like, you get to, like, Enterprise or wherever, and they have, like, the Emerald the Emerald Isle or the Emerald Club. or And you're always, come on, I'm not just, I don't sign up for all that stuff. It's, like, never-ending. But then you get dropped off there, and you see them. And they right. just walk through. Right. In the regular line. It's like, they're like, oh, can people. I just go to the, I don't have to talk to, all right. Like they, they want, they, they need people to know that they're bypassing the system. Yeah. It does. It does make it worth it. If you're traveling a ton. Completely. Completely. I, um, I'm going to share a little secret with you. I forgot my driver's license. Oh boy. I don't know. <laughs> but because I got to bypass the counter, I was good to go. <laughs> Wait a minute. You forgot yeah. your driver's license. How, so how'd you get on the plane? You had a passport? St- oh, you have a state ID? Yeah, I don't know where my driver's license is. <laughs> Unbelievable. When you put, by the time this posts, you'll be back home safely. I'll be good. I'll be all set. But, now just, but right now you're just whipping around with it. no I, uh, and I mean I have one. I just don't have the physical, you know, I don't I I, I don't know what I, I so here's what happened. All right. I was supposed to fly out Friday morning, Thursday night on a whim. I was like, why am I going to fly out on a 6 a.m. flight? Right. You get up at 3 a.m., go to the airport. That sounds terrible. So I was able to change my flight to get in like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock Thursday night. But I did this all like an hour before I needed to leave for the airport. Like I got home at five and had an Uber there to pick me up at like 545. So, you know, this was all like, like last second. So I just threw a bunch of stuff in a bag and I was like, I'm just going to go, you know? And, uh, and then I get to the rental car counter 
And uh, I was like, hey, I have a, so I, I land, I'm like, I have a reservation for like 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. Is, is it possible for me to, you know, get my car tonight? And the lady pulled down her mask to laugh at me. That's how ridiculous. <laughs> wow. Like she's behind glass, but she like pulls down her mask and goes, no, no. Like, so I knew I was being laughed at. She's like, it's spring break and you're in Fort Lauderdale. There's, there's no cars. Oh, she told you where you were. Yeah. She reminded me of everything. Um, so I was like, okay. It's all right. Spring, and you're like, you don't even know the rest of it. I don't even have a license. <laughs> That's the crazy part. Let oh. me pull my mask down and laugh. <laughs> I wasn't even supposed to be here till tomorrow. I'm not even. This is all borrowed time, baby. I am island life. Hashtag vacation vibes. Put your feet up on the counter. Take a picture of your feet <laughs> as you rent the car. Renting a car in Florida. Ah, finally get to relax. Made it to Florida. And it's just your feet and her face. Like, what the f- <laughs> what are you doing? It's too early. Right. Also, why do you have a daiquiri in here? This is a rental car office. You have a, your, your pen. You're signing the contract with a umbrella pen <laughs> i love vacation gym oh, it's kind of great yeah you're I'm so not, relaxed i'm not i'm not looking anything up today i'm putting all that on you you are uh, i appreciate that you're 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 really you're you're taking on the responsibility here of me being vacation gym i know i was ready to um talk about palm sunday and free and barabbas that's where I'm usually at a church. They, they we do like the uh, I don't know if it's called the it's not the Passion yet, is it the Sunday? The pa- the Palm Sunday is like when he's on trial. Pontius Pilate is like washing his hands, and they uh, they make the whole congregation scream, "Crucify him!" It, it's always it's it's tough, right? They put it on us. Like I don't want to. What if we just let's switch it up this year? See where it takes us. <laughs> Kill Barabbas. <laughs> wait so they make when when you go to church on palm sunday you have to yell crucify him you don't have to but that's the script i mean yeah that's the that's, that's so that's what you do and then people you get the palms they hand out palms and then uh some people braid the palms which you're not supposed to do unless you're uh unless they're not blessed i think Oh, really? I was, uh, I was always drawn to Barabbas for some reason. Maybe it's the name. It just kind of sounds like a badass name. Feel sure. Like the world's ready for someone named Barabbas to come back out, drop an album. It's very close to Eminem's name in 8 Mile. Wasn't he B Rabbit? Oh, is that what his name? B Rabbit. Yeah, B Rabbit. <laughs> Might be. I remember Barabbas in um, Jesus of Nazareth. I don't know if you watched that, that miniseries. No. Like, I think it came out in the 70s, but it would re-air every year. And it was um, Stacy Keach was Barabbas in that. Oh, man. Before, before his Mike Hammer fame. <laughs> Do you remember a Stacy Keach? Of course I remember a Stacy Keach. He has, uh, that's a dude who's been in some of my favorite movies as a monster. He was on yeah. American History X. Right. Oh, yes, for sure. Oof. How would you hot dog that? Great question. Um, Tracy? No, Stacy. Who am I thinking? Yes. I'm thinking Spencer Tracy. Spencer Stacy. <laughs> like, what? Tracy? Who's Tracy Stacy? <laughs> who am I thinking of as Stacy? I would go uh, Keebler, 
Largo individual. <laughs> King. Um, what is it? King French eggs. <laughs> Perfect. He, um, yeah. So he played Barabbas in this. Yeah, that was looking um, at that miniseries because there were it was British, right? So a bunch of actors that would probably be in the wire right now. <laughs> but you would recognize a lot of these people, like the guy from Deadwood was in there. I think he was played Judas, and um, there was um, the guy who directed it directed like the Romeo and Juliet that they showed all of us in grammar school. Do you remember that one? Like the late sixties. Yeah. Like, like if you pull up Juliet, you would remember Romeo and Juliet, the actor and actress who played them. So it's an Italian director that did it. And then he um, also cast her as Mary in the Jesus of Nazareth. She's, oh, really? um, Mary mother of Jesus. But the, mo- the movie is basically the gospel, right? Like there's a couple of things that they made different, you know, like Jesus has kids and I think he plays for like the Yankees. The, uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He, they just <laughs> slight differences. Like he, he, he brings Lazarus, you know, to life quicker than he does or in a different place. They, they combine a couple of things, but. Okay. It's like everyone knows Jesus was a Red Sox. That's why I was like, wait. <laughs> right. Wait, but- some things are different like he didn't skateboard <laughs> he never he wasn't a big like he's talking about karaoke he's in the temple <laughs> doing billy jean did the real jesus have a uh a switchblade comb or was that something they <laughs> they added that okay all right dude this cast is pretty incredible Lawrence Olivier, Ernie Borgnine. I call him Ernie. We know each other. Ernie Borgnine, Christopher Plummer, Olivia. Oh, yeah. Some big names. Who, what was Ernest Borgnine in that? Ernest Borgnine was Roman. It's not showing me exactly what. Like It's just showing a list of the cast, and then it cuts off what it says. No, Roman Cent, C-E-N-T. He was a Roman centurion. Oh, okay. Ian McShane was Judas. That dude's been in a ton of things. That that that's a dude who's just made to be a bad guy. Ian McShane, you know uh, who that is was Judas a bad guy? No, <laughs> no. Judas was the star of the movie, if I recall. He crushed that name. You don't really know anyone, uh, and not the Judas Priest. I guess you don't really hear that. That's intentional, right? I mean, I don't think you hear any of those names anymore. You don't hear a lot of Barabbases, right? But some of them you do. Some of them that's all you hear. Fair. Not a lot of Nicodemus is left. Simon Peter. Not a lot of Simons. No. But you got Peter. True. Yeah, Nicodemus, you don't really. But again, that would be a name that you could have a hip hop career. Nicodemus? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But Hera. Try come out. Nicodemus. <laughs> Perfect. All right, dude, I was looking up some like classic April Fool's pranks just to be, to be topical. I knew here's, here's what I knew. I knew you're going to be in half retired vacation hungover. I knew it's not going to be, you're not going to be firing on all cylinders and you shouldn't be. I just love that you're down there spreading the word. You're like correspondent. I really, I'm telling everybody, but all over the place, all over the place. We sent Jim down to Florida 
he was able to change his flight and get down there a day earlier, which the mad scramble resulted in him not having the proper identification. He's unable to return <laughs> to the continental United States. <laughs> He's going to live the rest of your life on the island. Jim, I'm going to come to you. You're like, um, let's go train. And I'm, I'm like red. You're already on, working. You're, you're already working on the boat. <laughs> I just found it. your letter. I just found your letter. I'm sitting under the tree. I'm like, maybe I will go that far. <laughs> maybe I will go down there. Please bring sunscreen if you do. I need more. <laughs> and your license. <laughs> I get there and you're just laid out on the boat like heat stroke. <laughs> your lips are all chapped up. <laughs> your cousin's filming you with the <laughs> iPad. <laughs> Grandma's still watching. <laughs> I mean, they were watching the reception for hours yesterday. That's the crazy part. Were they really? That yeah. is crazy. I'd be like, all right, I, I see everybody. Let's go. Yeah, if I didn't make it, I would just pretend like it wasn't happening. Right. I'd feel so bad. Totally agreed. Did you bring a gift to the wedding? Uh, I went cash. You went I'm cash? A, yep. Yeah. Because some people don't bring it, right? And then they're like, we'll, we'll send it later. You have 30 days, the rule I've been told. Is that right? You have 30 days from the wedding to send the gift? I've heard one year. Ah, okay. All right. But you don't ever want to take that. No. You, you, well, you, you, you're making sure they last that long? What are you, what's the year for you? Well, yeah, right? But you should show up with it. I think so. I, I, I'll forget otherwise. So let's just get it out of the way. Here's an envelope, you know? Were they registered anywhere? Do people still do that? Uh, this was, I will say this, this was the smoothest wedding as far as like everything was on a website that I did not go to until way too late. Um, but everything is just listed right there for you. Very easy. <laughs> you found it on the way back to the ceremony on the iPad. <laughs> You're like, oh, look at this. I got a website. Oh, I wish I'd known about this. <laughs> you weren't surfing the not.com. <laughs> With your with your cousin's name, like oh look at oh these are the colors. I'm gonna make sure my flip flops match for the reception for when for the live stream. They just had it was so simple. Uh, everything was listed. It was just their names on a uh, just you know it'd be like you know patentsera.com basically, and you just <laughs> go there and all of your wedding needs are listed. <laughs> Did you change for the reception? Did you like get into something more? Something more comfortable. <laughs> yeah, something more Hawaiian, something more tropical. Let me go put something more tropical on. I uh, I took off my jacket, which fun fact is still at the venue. <laughs> Maybe your license is in that <laughs> or coat pocket. I love that. This was an easy wedding. This one, this wedding was super easy. We started drinking at noon. Um, <laughs> I passed out at one. It's been Woo. simple. I just um, I don't have. <laughs> really an idea how to get back because the bridge is super high and I don't have. I go back downstairs to the U.S. <laughs> Gotta get up to get down. <laughs> <laughs> now let me hear, tell you about these uh, April Fool's Day classic pranks that I don't want any Brimley falling for. If anyone tries to give you an, a taffy apple, what would you call them? Listen to this asshole trick. Delight their taste buds with caramel onions. Oh, my God. These people. 
Oh my God. Put sticks in onions, cover them with caramel and nuts and serve them to their family. <laughs> that is so awful. <laughs> I, I opened this up like, okay, you ever go to like one of these sites like mental floss or yeah. bored panda? Dude, poor Panda. I am uh, I'm on bestlifeonline.com right now, which is clearly how you know you're not living your best life if you are on bestlifeonline.com. How about you're not living your best life if you're duct taping an air horn to someone's seat so when they sit down... I mean, these are like really thought out. These are like college pranks. Which, by the way, you ever hear of this college prank? You ever hear of pee pucks? People like... Um, they're peeing in like a... Um, a pucks shape, like almost like a, a soap dish. Like think oh. about college when yeah. you bring like uh, ice trays or so people peeing, freezing it, and then they slide them under people's doors um, and then it melts into oh. a puddle. <laughs> so you have a centered, anyway, that's a, that's a college prank. I don't know if anyone's heard of pee pucks. One of my buddies uh, was the victim of a great prank. Not Pete Puck's good, but um, he's from Canada. And when they were in Canada, um, I forget who it was. Maybe it was like the Leafs made the the Stanley Cup final for the first time in a very long time. And so someone put like a fake ad up, like sell them two tickets to tonight's game, you know, at face value. And oh, yeah. his on it. Right. And he was like, I probably got, 500 calls that day never knew who it was until like a decade later the guy's like hey did you ever get any phone calls about this prank the dude kept quiet on it for a decade he never knew who i mean he figured out right away what happened but he didn't know who did it that's for, a slow reveal that is insane i wouldn't be able to hold on to it that long <laughs> on his deathbed what's the what's the guy's name <laughs> aaron on his deathbed go get aaron I need to ask him a question. Come closer. <laughs> you. I gave him your number. Dude, how about this prank? I love this. So random. Hang Kim Jong-un on the staff picture wall. <laughs> what? <laughs> so any company, anywhere where you have the staff hanging, like, you know, here's the president, vice president. <laughs> Just add Kim Jong-un and, and watch the... Laughter ensue. Hilarity ensue. <laughs> to chi- talk know. about some chicanery. Chicanery? <laughs> chicanery? It is. This is barely back in the office, right? You're just getting back in the office now. Some people might be opening up. Go to work on Wednesday and put, uh, or Thursday, and put a picture of Kim Jong-un up on the wall. That's it. That's a, <laughs> who's the victim there? That would be great if when you go to get your, renew your license, Jim, when you return to America, if you go in there and the, right next to Secretary of State Jesse, Jesse White, they have Kim. <laughs> Just to pick a Kim. Best Life Online has, uh, has some pranks listed, and this is a great one. Hey, you, do you have kids that refuse to eat healthy? This may be the April Fool's prank that changes their mind. Uh, give them what looks like a delicious plate of chicken nuggets, but once they bite into one, they'll realize they're really cleverly disguised bars of soap. <laughs> what? How do you make bars of soap look like chicken nuggets? Right. I don't understand. Like, 
This one is really elaborate. They're, they're in a public bathroom putting shoes down with jeans hanging over them just to make it look occupied. <laughs> or just filling cups of water and, and putting them on the floor. This is I, don't, I don't understand that one. Chicken soup shower. You ever hear of this? You can no. take a chicken bouillon cube. All right. First, you have to unscrew your um, shower head. And then you put the bouillon cube in who are, are these people insane <laughs> who even has a bouillon cube people are putting grass planting grass on people's keyboards insane. why <laughs> this one's in your uh in vain of your ticket you take someone's phone number and you <laughs> you take someone's phone number and you list um that there's a chewbacca roar contest and you call <laughs> call this number and leave a voicemail with your best Chewbacca impersonation. Winner will be judged by the end of the week. That's great because now you're pranking two people. You're pranking the caller and the callee. Exactly. Hey, do you see this? You got a pretty good Chewbacca roar. <laughs> Give it a buzz. <laughs> Everyone does have that. I remember when Star Wars came out, no one imitated Chewbacca. No. In the 80s, late 70s, 80s, growing up. But that roar has become something that people do love to do. Absolutely. They love it. Are you capable of the... Uh... You're not getting me to do my Chewbacca roar on there. Pat. Come on, Jim. You're on vacation. On vacation. Us, no one's going to judge you. Why? You have too much sand in your throat? Yeah, I'm here with island vibes. And uh, <laughs> I'm not Chewbacca roaring. Hey, this is a great April Fool's Day prank, though, that... It may cause a mess and annoy your intended victim, but otherwise it's mostly harmless. Start by borrowing someone's deodorant when they aren't paying attention. Twist at the bottom of the container until around two inches of deodorant comes out. Remove it with a spoon and replace it with cream cheese. <laughs> oh. What? Who does this? If you do it right, be prepared to hear a blood-curdling scream coming from the bathroom. <laughs> Which is the goal. Of a, of April Fool's Day, if every you can get uh, every good prank, blood curdling screams. I remember switching the salt and sugar. I did do that as a um, maybe seventh or eighth grader. Switched the uh, salt and sugar at home. My parents they weren't thrilled about it, <laughs> but it was successful. I could see that. I could see it very, I could see that being very successful. In college, we had a big one. Um, April Fool's was, was big with my buddies. We would always try and, uh, you know, but you had to really push it to get someone. Remember, there was like a Dennis Rodman involved motorcycle accident. And you're like, what is going, what, what are you talking about? The playoffs are about to start. We need him. They got bit on one of those. That seemed believable Man. at the time. That's great. But I was reading about like the origins of April Fool's Day. No one really knows how it started or, but they have like um, in other countries, some kind of strange traditions. Here's a fun one. Uh, I mean, some of these are just like, <laughs> like they're not pranks. They, this is if you hate the person. Yeah. Like fill a coworker or boss's office with balloons. 
It's not just that you filled the office with balloons. It's that you filled every available square inch with balloons. So it's impossible to enter without popping them one by one. The exact amount of, amount of balloons depends on the size of the office and the size of the balloons you're using. Luckily, there's a Reddit thread devoted to figuring out the math of this topic. Oh, excellent. Thank God. I imagine anyone that would do that to their boss probably owes, like, is probably behind on projects, not yeah. very, you know. Right. right. Like, really, you piece of garbage? Mm-hmm. You haven't done. <laughs> You're not covering your draw. <laughs> you haven't done an expense report in months. You but you blew, <laughs> but you found the time. Man, it sounds like you're describing me. No, not at all. You're I would do. I haven't filled out an expense report in months. In some countries, it was just like about being an asshole. There's a something about in Ireland, the tradition was to give someone an important letter, and will you hand deliver this to so and so? And then they would deliver it to this dignitary, someone would they would never like open the letter, right? And it would uh-huh. say like, it would say like, send this fool onto someone else. And then they they'd be like, oh, look at this. I need you to take this letter to someone else. And they would just send someone walking around Ireland, just doing errands. How could they even enjoy that? They it's not like they could probably even get on the phone and be like, he's on your way. Then they had like a send a separate messenger. (laughs) Tell him this morons on his way. This is the best. Do you know, like kick me. And, and, and I don't know if that's like still a thing, but that was around when we were kids. I can remember like putting kick me on somebody or that's brutal. Right. Absolutely. That's like an April fool's day origin. They say putting that on someone's back. How is that fooling anyone though? Like, is it like, do the person really think that the 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 person put the kick me sign on themselves and wants to be kicked? That's what I never understood about kick me signs. It's I like, never did either. And, but it started too. Also, there was like something connected to a fish, which is um, connected to like getting someone like hooking them. Ah, uh, got you. Like that's all tied together. I'm seeing. Okay. So they would like put a paper fish on someone's back. And that meant that you were a fool or I don't know. You're hooked. I get it. This good one. Uh, buy a pack of Oreos, remove the cream, replace it with toothpaste and reassemble. How do you remove that? Do you, with your teeth? I you would. S- scrape it off? The only way I could think of. Wait, what do you replace it with? Toothpaste. Oh, that's great. That's a solid little, like, are these mint Oreos? <laughs> Aquafresh. <laughs> if you eat toothpaste, though, you get sick, wouldn't you? I would think so. Yeah. Well, anyway, that is the, I don't know that we went over the origins of April Fool's, but it's, I think that we found the spirit of it. And that spirit lives on in a podcast like ours, James. <laughs> I completely agree. All right. I'll be down. I'm headed to the airport now with my state ID. I'm going to close out. I'm going to help you get over that bridge and return you to the continental states. <laughs> You're clearly not yourself down there on the island. I'm not. I'm not 100%. That is, that is very true. That wedding took a lot out of me yesterday. And uh, I think I need to get into the water or something. I need to. I'm a fish out of water right now, Pat. Do you think I'm about not s- Have you thought about settling down yourself? 
<laughs> no. Yeah, I do love weddings. I love love. I mean, it's very nice to see people enjoy each other. You know, it's a good time. Make sure. Did you use that line last night on the stream? <laughs> I get two more Captain and Gingers. Just love love. And then you <laughs> turn to the face camera. Hey, down here in the Keys, I'm on the other side of the high bridge. And uh, just love love, I got to say. I'm glad that someone fetched this iPad. I tried to, but the wedding planner nixed that. The wedding planner that did not have the equipment ready. A plan. Her plan was to start the wedding without everything. <laughs> God bless her. All right, man. Go enjoy Florida. I don't want to take you. Maybe this is a little bit shorter episode, but I think that we've filled our duties and what we owe our our friends out there. We appreciate you guys listening to us. Uh, this has been a fun one. I like the April Fool's episode. We got a couple of reviews. Yeah, let me read the reviews. Jim, you're on vacation. Let me see here. This is so nice to get a couple of reviews. We can close out with these. Here's one from, from Jason. You guys are knocking it out of the park. Woohoo! Very funny and relatable. Love it. Your show makes my mundane job more enjoyable. Keep it up. Jason, thank you. Thanks, Jason. I want to hear is more that, about this mundane job. Yeah. What does Jason do for a living? I bet it's more interesting than you think, Jason. It's probably great. I bet you have you work in an office that you could fill with balloons. Yeah, right? Here's what you do, Jason, for April Fool's Day. You get two boxes of Krispy Kremes. You bring them into the office and leave them there. And then when people open them, just have veggies inside. <laughs> That's a prank. That's what's on this website. There's no donuts, just veggies. You think that job's mundane? You know what you do? Light a Molotov cocktail and throw it in your boss's office. You know, little April Fools. <laughs> Is there a stove nearby? Just leave the gas on a little bit. Just do you have any giggle. pictures of Hitler you can put on the wall? People <laughs> love that. If you put up pictures of ruthless dictators, maybe Stalin, that's a hoot. Yeah, do something like that or um, tape an air horn to uh, don't even tape an air horn just get an air horn and start blowing it and walking around yeah. yeah put tiny shards of glass all over everyone's chair dude that is a good one i remember that one when they bleed oh they're like is it april 1st already <laughs> or you don't have to get anything just pull the chair out when they're about to sit down <laughs> the broken tailbone on april fools the great one it'll be friend. fine by mid-may Oh, man. And it's good team building. Until <laughs> <laughs> I have experienced the joy <laughs> team building. I got another uh, review here, buddy. This one's titled uh, Southside. Love it. All right. This is from MC Zaz. And all that Zaz. Look at you. M MC Zax. No, no. I'm sorry. MC Z-A-S-Z. -Z. All right. I love it. Thank you for all the funny podcasts. Everyone I know loves a special on Amazon. Oh, that's very nice. Thank you so much, oh, Pat. Thanks for putting on that Zoom show for the 19th Ward. Ooh. Remember that one? We had a great night. By the way, I just saw Nancy Faust get a really nice tweet from the Baseball Hall of Fame. Really? She was um, recognized during Women's History Month, and it was a great piece on our friend Nancy Faust. That's awesome. So this review, very nice. Fundraiser was so enjoyable. All the comedians were hilarious. I noticed during the Zoom. Oh, gosh. This is very... We're going. Uh, you should... I, don't, I hate reading this. 
I noticed during the Zoom that Pat has some seriously handsome eyes. What? Ooh, that's nice. All those, right. Those eyes are made for the silver screen. <laughs> Not a Zoom screen. Too bad. There, I don't. Is this, does the silver screen still exist? These are. I just, don't know. They're just on Zoom screens for now. Let's look at this though. Are you? But, getting- but then there's a note here, Jim. Please watch out for cars when riding your bike. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. You guys, I told you, man. You gotta go on a zigzag. You uh, guys are the best. From Mike. Oh, it's Mike from Mount Greenwood, aka he writes Mount Greasewood. Oh, come on. <laughs> no. Thank no. you, Mike. We appreciate you listening. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that nickname. Pat's eyes. Mount Greenwood. Yeah, very nice. Take that. Thanks, Mike. It's not every day a guy from Mount Greenwood compliments your eyes. Take it when you can get them. (laughs) Instead of peepers like that, I would have seen that car. All right. (laughs) All right, buddy. Anything you want to plug for the beginning of April? I'm uh, I'm going to be. I'm I'm here in Florida. Uh, I'm stuck. I'm stranded forever. I'm on the south side. I'm on the south side of the U.S. right now. Um, I will be at Zany's in Rosemont April 1st through 3rd. So come out and uh, prank me there. Oh, beautiful. I might swing by there and say hello. I'd love it. I want I'd to love see it. The, I'll put some some solar cane on you. This episode, by the way, sponsored by, <laughs> by Aloe. By Aloe <laughs> and Vera. Did you know that there's like... Uh, the, you wouldn't know this. I don't know why I said, did you know... The place that the wedding was at, the lady who runs it's like, hey, there's aloe vera plants. So if you need them, just rip off a leaf and rub it on your skin. That's supposed to be better than, you know, using the the bottled stuff. That or she's very good at pranking. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Did you start rubbing a leaf on yourself as she said it? I did. I did. I've been itchy ever since. So it might have been poison ivy. And this might just be the best prank yet. That is great, man. Well, it sounds like the um, the indigenous people are really welcoming you. Yeah, no, they really, they uh, they they've really been nice to me. The locals here, um, they're they're very old. Um, it is it is it is a it's a different speed of life down here. But uh, I'm okay with it for one more day. I need it right now. I need things slowed down a little bit. Well, I hope that you continue to learn more about the local flora. And um, if you can't post a picture of your bare feet, we will be looking for it. All we'll right. Do. I hope everybody has a great week. Let's kick off April and keep moving. Jim, I'll see you um, when you return. You got it. See you on the other side, Pat. All right. Bye, everyone. <laughs>